So I was thinking about what is the highest value option in any situation? Like in general, like overall, uh, what is the highest value option? And I thought about it and I had to think about what gave me the best experience possible. I had to think about it like that. The majority of my best experiences in different contexts and situations, from when I've been angry or complaining or sad or depressed or suicidal, lost, confused, feeling like a loser, feeling like a failure. And when I was bored, it all came down to one thing, humor. Humor and laughter is the highest value option. And the thing is, is that humor is quite subjective in the sense that not everyone's going to get your humor or appreciate your humor and vice versa. Unless you're the type of person that finds everything funny. I, I do believe those people exist that can find virtually anything funny with the exception of poor timing and delivery, but maybe even then. Uh, humor is a very advanced form of communication. It might be the ultimate form of communication because it requires storytelling. It requires truth-telling. It requires tact. It requires structure. It requires routine. It requires cleverness. It requires curiosity. It's the ultimate form of sales. And I'm not just referring to if you can make a woman laugh, you can get in her pants. And honestly, I don't even think that's a great dating strategy anyway, just being a court gesture for some woman. Um, I've had better sexual experiences with women when I'm just, like, calm and masculine and she respects me in my opinion and my leadership uh, in comparison to getting sex when I was a funny guy. Um, so... Zero out of ten. I do not recommend being the funny guy in order to get to get women or pussy or whatever. Uh, but it doesn't hurt to be funny every now and then with women. Um, but the thing is, like, humor is also complex in the sense that um, you might offend everybody or make everyone hate you or find you awkward because you didn't time it and place it well or you didn't deliver it well either. Uh, but you know, the best way to get good at being funny, just like with anything is do it all the time. Yeah. Just do it all the time and get all the L's out of the way so you can collect all the W's. And by the way, even though I'm a funny guy, sometimes maybe even sometimes here on this podcast, um, yeah, I'm more funny in real life, especially when you get to know me and I get to know you. Um, I, I tend to figure out how to make people laugh, and I, I do it a lot. Like, the people closest to me view me as a very funny person to be around, a very fun person. Not just because I can make a joke out of anything or make people laugh, but also because I can be serious when I'm needed to be. So there's also a balance thing here. The balance is key, because if you're just funny all the time... A lot of people won't take you seriously in the sense like they won't be vulnerable with you because they think you'll start making jokes about it. So it's important to like demonstrate to people um, as often as you are funny 
that you can take people seriously and they can be vulnerable with you and share meaningful connections and you can be insightful and a good listener or maybe the other way around, a good listener and also quite insightful. And having that balance will strengthen your relationships. And if you can be humorous just a little bit more than you are serious, you're likely to build a lot of status because people love associating with people who can make them laugh. And also laughter can defuse a lot of different confrontations and different things like complaining. My mom was complaining earlier tonight while I was trying to watch this uh, show where they're like catching king crab out in the ocean on this like ship or boat or whatever. That's why I didn't post an episode yesterday. I was so infatuated with that show. But anyway, um, my mom was like, fuck, I can't find my work bag. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I go, fuck, 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 shit, shit, shit. You know, just a funny little, like, contribution to what's being said in the room. And she started laughing. She goes, I was out. I'm like, yeah, but you have a right to be upset about your bag. So I showed seriousness and understanding right after the joke. But you can do it either or. You can show, like, insightfulness before the joke. Or after the joke, doesn't really matter. I mean, it's a case-by-case kind of thing. Use your best judgment. Um, But, you know, people love associating with people who can make them laugh because it provides them such a good experience. And and people love laughing all the time because it makes them happy. It's a good, clean high of happiness most of the time, depending on the joke or content that is funny. Like, for example... Before I worked retail, I thought those YouTube pranksters who would go to stores and wreak havoc and get trespassed, I used to think some of that kind of stuff was funny. Some of that is over the top and not funny at all, even pre-retail. But when I started working retail, it totally changed my perspective. I'm like, yeah, these people do not want to deal with that. It's not cool to do any of that. Unless the pranks are, like, tolerable or on the liar side. Uh, but even then, and it changed my opinion about it. And also it kind of made me realize how stupid a lot of people are, including how I once was, where the general public in the comment sections of those videos were like supporting the, the pranksters, even if they got trespassed and they're like, those workers need to lighten up, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, we're thinking about our priorities. We're thinking about how much we don't want to be there. And we're trying to not get in trouble at work. And we're also trying to do our job. And we're asked to do a bunch of different things all the time in retail. 101 things, unless you're like a cashier, I guess. And uh, no, don't, don't, don't be making a ruckus in our store. Don't be trying to be funny. Please. But anyway, like, uh, those YouTubers are getting status, though. Like, they're getting subscribers, they're getting likes, they're getting comments, they're making people's days. And I always recommend, when you make jokes, don't make it at someone else's expense. You know, um, you might be able to get away with that if you all in that same room and interaction... And people who don't agree with you can't hear you. But if you're with people who agree with you about hating on one person, I guess you could get away with it. Um, or if you're, well, I don't recommend that, but 
you might be able to get away with that, but I don't recommend it just because it could affect your reputation negatively. Where it's like, oh, well, Chad really made a bad joke about that one guy we all hate. Damn, well, if Chad starts hating me, that's what people think uh, at some point if you do it if you do it too much or at all. And it's different if you're with your, like, your bros. I don't know if girls do this. I don't know if girls have this dynamic with each other. But, like, with guys, I know that we can joke at each other's expense, like... Like, uh, Ross, you piece of shit, get over here, man. We're playing cards. What are you doing over there, man? Nerding out about pop culture again? Get over here, man. Have a cigar. Let's get this going, man. Come on, Ross. <laughs> or, you know, like, we are we just joke with each other like that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we, we just joke with each other like that. So, I mean, if you have a... If you have friendships like that, value them. Because, like, uh, funny enough, a lot of my friends who eventually got heavy into self-improvement, they're too prideful to joke like that about themselves or other people. Sometimes it's just they can't take the joke, but they'll dish it out, but they can't take the joke. Um, But, you know, that's kind of the funny thing about self-help is, like, it, it affects people in ways where, like, they lose touch with themselves because they're trying to advance themselves. They they think that um, in order to improve themselves, you know, they must be very prideful and confident and charismatic all the time. And a lot of these books tell you, like in the Robert Greene book, 48 Lies of Power, Avoid the Unhappy and Unlucky. So a lot of people abandon their friends who have depression and shit like that. And, you know... It can make people selfish and it can make people bitter and jaded, you know, because they have this idea that they're going to be worth more if they just do a certain criteria, set of sequences and things. And a lot of them can't take a joke at their expense. But that I think I think it's important to be able to laugh at yourself a little bit just for that social cohesion. Um, like, for me, I can laugh at myself, but not too much. Like... I do have I do have pride. I do have an ego. Um, but I I am humble enough to take like a few jokes at my expense, but not a ton. If ever, if everyone in the room's laughing at me, making fun of me, it's no longer funny. Um, but if it's it, but if it's it's just like a couple jokes, like like wow, Chad, I can't believe you did this. Blah blah blah. It was like this, and everyone laughs, and someone else says something. That's probably the max tolerance I have. I go, okay, guys, you had your fun. Let's not make a fool of me. I've already made a fool of myself. And the true friends, or just good people in general who may not be my friends, will will abide by that. But there's always someone who's got to take it too far. And um, usually it's women who do that, in my experience. They got to take it too far. I wonder if that's like some sort of shit test or a confidence test. I always pass it because I just go, yeah, you would you would want to take it that far. <clears throat> and they go, well, I was only joking. I go, yeah, I know. Uh, but, yeah, it's like humor can take you very far in life in the sense of, like, status and maybe even popularity for some people, depending how about other people you are. Uh, and humor can defuse bad situations like complaining it can defuse anger. 
you know, just learn what makes people laugh just by experimentation. You know, send them different YouTube videos you find funny. Send them different memes you find funny. Tell them different sorts of funny ideas you had, just funny statements. My humor tends to be absurdist, nonsensical, silly, ironic. I'm an ironist. I'm all about irony. I'm really about that. And um, the movie Airplane is a great example of my humor. It's the perfect example of my humor because it's all of those things. And uh, another good movie example... Hmm... Dumb and Dumber is pretty good. Uh, the prequel, Dumb and Dumber-er, would be a good example. Dumb and Dumber 2, maybe. Uh, other than those, what's the movie that made me laugh? The Nutty Professor made me laugh a lot. Um, but the truth be told, it's not just comedy movies I watch that make me laugh, but, I mean, Naked Gun is in there, too. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. I mean, yeah, the, it's really like shitty movies that were meant to be serious that ended up being shitty, like the movie Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. Movies like that, that me and my friends watch together and just make fun of and commentate through the whole thing. Th that, <laughs> that That's kind of how, how you figure out my humor. I love dubs. I'm a huge fan of people dubbing over kid cartoons and making them racist and stuff. It's so fucking funny. Um, a YouTuber example of someone I find funny. Um, Brendan LMAO. I find him to be the most funny YouTuber. Even though he came from TikTok, he's a TikToker. I can respect that. As far as, like, comedians, Lair the Cable Guy... Uh, Ron White, Jeff Foxworthy, um, Mike Perbiglia. Mike Perbiglia might be my favorite. I like his dryness. Um, not a huge fan of Jeff Dunham. Everyone always thinks that I would really like Jeff Dunham. I do find his puppet character Walter funny a lot of the times, but so much of the writing and skits behind it, I mean, it's funny, but it's not like... It's not. It doesn't always make me laugh out loud. It's hit or miss. Jeff Dunham is hit or miss with me. Um, there's other comedians. Uh, what was his name? Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Black. Louis Black. I I think I might be thinking of two different people at the same time. Weird. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. I mean. I saw on Twitter Joe Rogan is a comedian. I didn't know he was a comedian. I never saw him do stand-up. I never even heard of that. The only thing I knew of Joe Rogan was his podcast. I knew nothing about him before. But I guess he was like a fighter or something, and he called out Carlos Mencia. I knew that Carlos Mencia was stealing jokes. Oh, yeah, Chris Rock is a great comedian. Um... I don't know. Anyway. Humor can be very tough. It can it can either go totally right or totally wrong. So it's really use your best judgment. 
But the best way to do all this is to figure out what makes you laugh, the different things, share it with other people, and then find out from them what makes them laugh. Build, build like a database of that in your mind and just practice making people laugh and practice your timing, placing, delivery. Not just when you're trying to make other people laugh, but when you're like in your room too, I recommend that. I always practice delivery of different things, and that could be a whole episode in itself, my routine of practicing communication in my room by myself, you know, practicing charisma, confidence, and delivery. Um, but yeah, uh, use humor wisely. Don't make jokes at other people's expense unless like you have that kind of rapport with them. I wouldn't risk trying to build it with other people when it when it really matters, but I would risk doing it when it doesn't matter, if that makes sense. That way you're not at a total loss if it doesn't work out. But humor makes the world a better place, and I think it's the highest value option we have, um, whether it be dealing with ourselves or other people, because it brings the most happiness.